Hey there, Wolfpack fans. It's me again, Kenton Gears, bringing you another episode of Locked On Wolfpack. And this episode is brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. Thanks to them for being the official college football recruiting sponsor across the Locked On College Network. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates that you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash College. Terms and conditions do apply. Now, folks, we have a ton going on in terms of uh, co- in terms of conference realignment, NC State football is buzzing in recruiting. There's a, a lot to tackle. There's a lot of BS and riffraff to cut through. And so today I brought on a special friend, a man who needs no introduction, an absolute legend in the game, the one, the only Brett Friedlander. How you doing, Brett? I'm doing great, Kenton. Just got back from the Florida Keys. I'm wearing my Flamingo shirt. And we have mm-hmm. football media days coming up next week, so it's all good. It- well, well, listen, I, I might match your Flamingo shirt. As you can see, I got my Hawaiian <laughs> shirt behind me right here, ready to roll for uh, for ACC Media Day. So this, this is my first year being a, a, a credential member of the media. So you got to show me, uh, you know, the what to do's and whatnots uh, while we're there, as well as food spots there. Because, you know, I'm, I'm a big food guy. I, the defensive yeah. tackle in the ACC, that, that uh, appetite never left me, even though, you know, I, I've been removed for a while. So we got a lot to cut through today, Brett, because we're, yes, we we're going to focus in on two tweets in particular that are, I think are very indicative of what's going on with a lot of things at conference realignment. And we'll talk about uh, a lot of the very real possibilities of conference realignment. And you're one of the few people I know that have read the grant of rights front to back, up and down, the fine print, the ugly print, all the print. <laughs> you read it. So we're going to get into it. All right. Yep. Sounds good to me. All righty. Well, listen, it's a lot of craziness to get through, but get through this episode with us on today's episode of Locked on Wolfpack. You are Locked on Wolfpack, your daily podcast on the NC State Wolfpack, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. So, Brett, I know that you've seen all this stuff going on around conference realignment. And I know I I don't get paid much to do this. And this ain't my full-time job. And I've still been reaching out at the highest levels I can find. So I know you've done your due diligence at all levels. And and as far as what's going on with with conference realignment and and me saying that, you know, we're going to get into some uh, tweets today, I want to pull up the first one. Uh, which I used as a uh, the title picture for one of my um, episodes not too long ago. And this is from Braden Keith of Swim Swam. Uh, <laughs> North Carolina, Florida State, Clemson, and Virginia are all negotiating to join the SEC. ESPN is trying to void their TV deal with the ACC. Now, Brett, how much, how much legitimacy do you put into that? And, and again, I, we know that you're a person who's read the NIL in depth. So please feel free to interject as much of it as you see fit. Well, it's a swimming website and one that is not real mainstream. I would not put a whole lot of uh, faith in it because I can tell you that these things are done very quietly. As you saw with the Southern Cal and UCLA, it came out of the blue. There was not a whole lot of advanced warning coaches in particular are the last ones to find out about this before the public. Uh, so I, I don't put a whole lot of stake in that. Now, has the Big Ten, the SEC, reached out and maybe discussed these things? I, I think that that's probably the case. But in you know serious negotiations, 
Good luck because that uh, grant of rights, uh, it's going to take a whole team of lawyers and a lot of money to find a loophole to get out of that because uh, you know, these ACC teams, while I do eventually think that there could be some trouble and that there could be some movement, it's not going to happen for quite some time. And I don't know if the, the you know it's going to be the entire term of the grant of rights, which runs to 2036, but uh, it's not happening overnight. And for those of those you you know who have heard the term grant of rights, don't understand what it means. Basically, here's what it is: all 15 ACC teams, and that includes Notre Dame and everything except for football, have signed a contract that is the best I can tell, pretty darn ironclad, uh, that guarantees the ACC their media rights through the the you know through the the length of the contract which i say you know runs through 2036 so if an acc team wants to leave so say north carolina wants to leave to the big 10 mm-hmm. not with not only would they have to pay an exit fee of upwards of 30 million dollars but all of their money that they would make from their media rights until the end of the contract that would be again 2036 would go to the acc so everything that they would make from the big 10 network the ACC would get, not North Carolina. And all rights to their home games would go to the ACC network. So even though they were in the Big Ten, their games at home would be the, you know, would be the property of the ACC. So there, there's really no financial benefit to leaving right now. Now, like I said, I would be shocked if there weren't a whole team of lawyers looking at that contract, trying to figure out a way around it. But it's it's very specific in its language, and uh, I, I don't see that happening, at least for a while. I, I don't think that people realize how far out 2036 is and how much can change in the college landscape between yep. now and then. Like, everybody keeps saying, well, this team could go and this team could go. They're, the only teams that I think have a serious chance of, of leaving to begin with is teams that are basically grandfathered in with huge fan bases and 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 just money out out the wazoo, whether they're winning, losing, don't matter. The only team that I see that fits that criteria in the ACC is Florida State. That's mm-hmm. it. That's it. Clemson, Clemson is good now. In 10 years, who knows what they'll look like? Who knows? We can't, for example, I'll take you back. So we talked about the grant of rights being up at 2036. Let's go back 14 years, shall we? 14 years from mm-hmm. 2022. We're looking at 2008. Let's talk about the 2008 ACC football standings and law of the things that were different. Number one, Maryland was still in the conference. Mm-hmm. Number two, Boston College was the winner of the Atlantic. Number three, Virginia Tech was the winner of the Coastal with Georgia Tech very close behind nipping on their heels. Do you understand? Do y'all get where I'm going when I say this is not this is not a situation that we're going to see resolved in a year or two just because everybody's talking and everybody's buzzing and whispering. Even if you look at the teams that have left so far, Texas A&M left under the guy under the conditions of their contract was up and they just did not renew. Oklahoma and Texas are leaving under the exact same premise. The Big 12's uh the Big 12's new contracts, they're just not renewing. They're not coming back. Uh, UCLA and USC, 
I believe it's the same situation. I am I am I incorrect there? I believe uh, yes. that the Pac-12 is. I believe there's a couple of years that they still have to uh, wait it out, but and and you know, but it's it's close to the end of the of the contract, and that's the thing about the ACC. They made that contract. You know, you can say what you want about the TV contract, and it's not a great contract. But the fact that Swafford got everybody to sign that that piece of paper that says they're locked into it until 2036 was a genius move. Because to be honest with you, I think it, within at least the next 10 years, the, there's more chance of the ACC adding teams than there is yeah. of losing teams. Yeah. And that's, and that's what I was – you know, I did an episode on where the best landing spot would be for NC State. But, again, I think that the most realistic scenario is that they stay put is that everything stays exactly as far as the ACC as far as the teams that are already here. Could we expand and get more teams? Yes, possibly. I can say that happening. But again, you're, you're asking somebody to pay out millions. And by the way, Maryland, despite being in the Big Ten for nearly a decade now, is still not fully getting their uh, cut of Big Ten revenue. And you think that these teams are going to go do that for another conference, for what reason? So they're going to take a reduced cut of the cut that they get from the bigger conference and pay out to leave this conference and the the home games are still the rights of this conference based upon what information? And again, the, the, the most egregious part of that tweet to me, ESPN is trying to find a way to avoid their deal. ESPN is trying to find a way to avoid the deal that everybody said they got the best of? I'm... Why would you it, cost yourself money? Yeah, I, it, it doesn't make a lot of sense. And what that's what ESPN would, would be doing. It, it makes zero sense. And you know what? Swim Swam or whatever the name of that, that website is got some, some publicity. They got a crap ton of hits, I'm sure. So they, they win. Had, they had a spot on 99 uh, nine The Fan. They had a spot on so, 99 nine The Fan the other day. They're, so that's, you know, whatever their, accomplished, whatever their goal was to uh, accomplish with that, even if it was just to swat at the hornet's nest and get some folks <laughs> acting up and all that, it, 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 it worked. It worked because I never thought that I would be having an in-depth conversation about anything called Swim Swim on this show, but here we are. And you know what? We're, we're going to come back to this and we're going to talk about uh, more of what's going on and all that. But again, this, is, this moment in history is a very interesting time in which us guys like us, sports journalists, have a very, very, very what's what's the word I'm looking for? A a great responsibility to keep the public informed based on again what we know, Look, not what will get the most clicks, be the most fun. And it's summertime. There's not yeah. a whole lot going on in the way of actual games, okay? Mm -hmm. And you need something to talk about. And boy, oh boy, this is something to talk about. And you know, all these these scenarios. Well, what if? And this would. Here's my idea for this. These two great mega conferences, and it, and it's fun to talk about. And like you said, gets a lot of clicks, but there's not a lot of substance in there. Right? It's you know, exactly unless you're talking about maybe West Virginia coming to the ACC or UConn coming to the ACC and them going to 16, 18 teams to try to combat this and and, and to strengthen their position. But, uh, you know, if you're, if you're talking about a mass exodus and the end of the ACC, as we know it here within the next couple of years, it's it ain't happening. Exactly. Exactly. Again, like I said, we got a great responsibility, a great job to do. So uh, let's let's go out and do it, fellow journalist folks. Let's go out and do it well. All right.
And speaking of jobs, I got to talk about LinkedIn jobs. As the sun comes out and small businesses are back in business, LinkedIn jobs makes it easier to grow your team. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the people that you want to interview faster. And trust me, folks, I am a technical recruiter who uses the thing a lot. Create a free job post in minutes on LinkedIn jobs to reach your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network of over 810 million people. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. And also, 40 million job seekers every week visit LinkedIn. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on. That's linkedin.com slash locked on college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions do apply. So, Brett, we've got one more uh, tweet to talk about here. And, mm-hmm. and uh, this one is from Sports News or Sports Channel 8. Um, and this one says, Source, a North Carolina university will make a major announcement today regarding a move to a new athletic conference. This ain't swim swim. And that, that was that that is not something I'm throwing in. That's what Sports Channel 8 said. That was over 24 hours ago. We're still waiting on the news. So with what we just talked about, as far as the granite rights and, you know, all that good stuff. And let's just be honest. Let's just be honest. We all know that all this movement is driven by football. Because if it wasn't, if it wasn't, then people wouldn't be talking about Notre Dame as the biggest free agent. It would be Notre Dame and Kansas are potentially the biggest <laughs> free agent. And yet I have not heard anybody beating down Lawrence, the door in Lawrence. Hey, Bill Self, talk to us. Come talk to us. So what do you think that announcement is? Well, first of all, let me just say Notre Dame, you know, everybody's talking about how that's the, the, you know, the, the domino that needs to fall to kind of set off the chain reaction. They're not doing anything either, by the way. Why would Notre Dame get in the Big Ten, the ACC, or anybody else? They've got their own TV contract that when it's up here in a couple of years, there's going to be a bidding war over them. So they get to keep all the money. And as long as the playoff expands, or at least they stay in the playoff pool where they can get in without having to win a conference championship, why would they go anywhere? So I, 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 let's, let's, let's just nip that in the bud as well. Now, Let's get to Sports Channel 8 here. As opposed to folks like Nicole Arbach and, you know, some of these other national, you know, people who are throwing these things out there who should know better, um, Sports Channel 8 does know better. Sports Channel 8 is a parody site. They're having a little fun. I like those guys. And they do – what they do is great, and they've got some incredible funny bits. And I think that basically what they're doing is – they're just kind of throwing something out there, and it mm-hmm. might be something that's substantive. It might be something that involves East Carolina or UNC Charlotte or North Carolina Central or whatever. I don't think it has anything to do with ACC, and the fact that you haven't heard anything to me says that they're spoofing people. So gotcha, we, have to gotcha. keep, we, we have to keep our eyes open on that. But, you know, when you see something on, on um, Sports Channel 8, take it with a grain of salt and kind of realize that there's probably some humor involved with it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And and this is this is a thing that I, I'm trying to tell people and get everybody to understand right now. And this ain't a shot. They're, they're basically playing. They're basically playing everybody. Basically. Exactly. The the anybody who is seriously purporting to have insider information on these things, I can tell you right now. Again, the only people in the room for these conversations are the heads, the directors, the the maybe vice presidents or. The, the maybe assistant to the commissioner or assistant commissioners or whatever, 
and the number guys, the number gals. That's it. Yep. That's all. Because the more people that know about things like that, the easier they are to slip out. And if exactly. they slip out, they get they, you know, those contracts get get messed up. So exactly. you saw it with Texas and Oklahoma last year. You saw it with Southern Cal and UCLA. You know, you don't hear about these things until 10 hours, 12 hours before they become before they become official. Let me tell you something. I remember we found out about Texas and Oklahoma literally. What was it like right before Big 12? Well, media this time days? last year. Well, yeah, like right before we we went to Charlotte for ACC Media Week. Yeah. Yep. It was right before Big 12 Media Days. And they said that Texas wasn't there. And it was, or it, maybe it was like a conference meeting of some sort. It yeah. was a conference meeting that was already yeah. scheduled. And Texas and Oklahoma just didn't show. And it yep. was like, who we? And it was, again, it was like a day before. <laughs> yep. So again, yep. These conversations are not being had. It's not a, a, a roundtable meeting with uh, every team. And, you know, there's one team that's like, hey, guys, I'm not going to be here in three years. Y'all boys be it's like, we. It, it's like, where are they? And then when they call them up and say, hey, you know, we had a meeting today. It's like, hey, peace out. And let that's my point. Let me just say something else, too. And, and again, this doesn't change anything we've talked about. I don't think anything is getting ready to happen. I don't think anything's going to happen for the foreseeable future. But knowing that there is a chance that something could eventually happen, you know, some lawyer can look at that contract and say, aha, this is how we get out of it. It behooves NC State to win the Atlantic Division and probably even the ACC this year. Because if by some chance there is an exodus, the only way uh, NC State becomes relevant enough nationally for either one of those two major conferences to be interested in adding it is for them to be a champion, to them to show that they can pull their weight in football and be a team that people talk about that moves the, the, the needle outside of North Carolina. And that is, I, I've talked to fans about what fans can do, and that's, you know, people always wonder why. I don't criticize NC State fans as a whole because, again, that, oh, they're black helicopter guys, whatever. Guess what? Black helicopter guys drive clicks. People who care about mm-hmm. things yep. drive clicks. Be it a conspiracy theory, be it celebrating, be it moaning and whining in defeat, it does not matter. If you can show interest in your program, that's what gets it going from the fan side. From the but team can, side, I a thousand percent agree. The winning it's not is a, it's it's not a it's not about fan support. I mean, there is no question that NC State is one of the best supported uh, programs in the country. Right. Okay. And I mean, look at attendance at Carter Finley. You know, yeah, look at sure. like you said the 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 engagement on social media. That's not the problem. The problem is is that NC State outside of this area doesn't move the needle because if you talk to somebody in say Ohio or Texas, or Florida, or anywhere else, and you ask them about college programs in North Carolina, what are they going to say? Who are they going to talk about? Uh, probably Duke and the Boys in Baby Blue, more likely than not. But that's but here's and, and so here's my counterpoint to that. UCLA, who knows anything about that? But but they have the benefit of the second largest city in America. Yep. That's, that's a large part of their fan base. Again, it's it's if if you can win, that that's the end-all, be-all. Because if and you look at Clemson, if you look at Clemson, again, if we go back 14 years and have this exact same conversation, nobody is saying the SEC wants Clemson bad. 
They I mean, were, they just fired a Bowden and hired some guy named Dabo for crying out loud back then, right? Exactly. I mean, you know, exactly. who knew? Who knew? But, you know, the thing is, though, if you're NC State, the only way you can change that perception is to do something that catches the attention of the people in Ohio, yeah. in Texas, yeah. in California. Yeah. And doing, you know, beating Clemson at Death Valley and mm-hmm. winning the Atlantic Division and getting mm-hmm. to the ACC championship game and then winning that game and going to either the playoff or even if you don't get into the playoff, even if you go to the Orange Bowl, that is the kind of thing that gets people's attention. And that's the kind of thing that will get you relevant outside of this area. And and listen, right now the window is wide open. And like you said, you never know how long it's going to stay that wide open. Yeah, Take yeah. advantage of the opportunity now while you have it because Devin Leary is going to the NFL after this year. All right. Yeah, that absolutely. defense, absolutely. you know, Drake Thomas will probably be in the NFL next year. And so, mm-hmm. you, I mean, now listen, Dave Doran and his staff have done an outstanding job over the last three years and including this one of re- recruiting and deepening the talent pool in the, in, in the program. And so the chances of it becoming a program where you have guys that just you plug in the next guy up, it, it's there. But you just never know. So take advantage of it now while you have the opportunity. And I talked about this with Noah Rogers going committed to Ohio State and all that. The reality is now more than ever for certain positions, offensive line, defensive line, uh, wide receiver in particular, you look at guys who are now understanding, if I'm the only bad guy here, if I'm the only guy that demands a double team here, I'm going to get the double team. But if it's me and him demanding the double team, well, now, let's do some math here. You only got 11 guys on the field. You need to double two of us, which means four, which means you only have seven dedicated now to nine. Uh, the math ain't math in there. Somebody got to be single cover. Somebody, you got to trust the guy. Blocking the, uh, as far as an offensive line goes. If you're talking about a, a defensive lineman that's just a, you know, they know that they're the, the, the craziest edge rusher that the world has ever seen. Well, if it's a bad dude on the other side of me, now you can't say I'm a double kid in the entire game because if you do that, that guy goes and gets off. And so now you're, you're stuck. Who who am I going to give it up to? And that's that's the reality a lot of players are aware of the fact that they want to be a pick-your-poison guy as opposed to the one and only. And so if NC State shows that they can win and has a great pool of talent already here, more the, the guys who are the do will want to be here. You know what else, too? Look how many NC State quarterbacks are in the league. Look mm-hmm. at um, look at Iki Aquanu going in the top six picks and look at how many other starting offensive linemen there are in the league from NC State. Look at wide yeah. receivers. Jacoby Jacoby Myers getting a big contract. Look, look, those are things that they also see. Where did those guys go? Oh my God, they went to NC State. You know what? Mm-hmm. That's the way for me to get in the league, for me to be a starter, for me to get a big contract. Those kind of things matter as well. Exactly. Exactly. So I I think it's very clear that this is. I'm not saying that this is a, a, a situation where NC State is lost in the water and there's nothing they can do. I'm, absolutely not. There's a lot NC State can do. Again, we we will never be Los Angeles. We will never have the sheer volume in Raleigh to be Los Angeles. That's fine. But what does need to happen is the winning part. Is the fans standing gates? Go, you know, go watch the things, all that good stuff. Sure. But again, as the team, 
all they can do is win. And you know what? I'm betting that we see a few wins from them this season. And if you're a better, go to betonline.net. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your sports betting needs and info. Find all the latest sports development, league reviews, and news, including this year's um, including this year's Major League Baseball season, as well as football, which is right around the corner. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. And BetOnline remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. Head to the website today to learn more about the trends in action. BetOnline, where the game starts. So we're about to land this thing, but Brett, help me out. What are what are the the do's and don'ts of of ACC Media Days? And also, if you're listening to this episode, please know I am fielding questions that you all want to hear uh, asked or that you all want answers to going forward for Media Days. So if you're hearing my voice right now, thank you for sticking around to the end. Also, feel free to drop them in the uh, comments on YouTube or on my uh, Twitter page at lo underscore Wolfpack, and we'll get into it as well. But what are the do's and don'ts of ACC Media Days, Brett? I have two do's for you. Okay. And one one involves with actual working, and the other one is a little bit off off the beaten path. Mm-hmm. When NC State has its its you know breakout time in the breakout room for the media, mm-hmm. make sure you get in there early because if you don't, you're going to get crowded out. You'll be like second or third row deep and you won't be able to get good audio. So make sure you get in there early around the table that you want and, and be ready to go when they, when they get started. Don't just show up you know, a couple of minutes before they, they go in. That's number one. Number mm-hmm. two, pace yourself when it comes to the food, okay? Because they'll be, I mean, they'll, they'll serve you breakfast, all right? There'll be Bojangles there in the afternoon as a little snack. They'll have lunch and everything. But the real the real prize that you want to save room because they usually bring out some ice cream and they've got these black and white cookies that, you know, that are like, they're like sugar cookies, but they're, um, they're, they're, uh, they're not black and white. They're black and white kind of cookies, but they're decorated with blue and white, you know, ACC stuff on it. So Mm -hmm. you want to leave plenty of room for that. You don't want to get filled up. So to pace yourself when it comes to the food. Okay. All right. All right. So I, I got the, the the word here. You heard it from the man who's been to ACC Media Days since probably before I started walking. Uh, get to the breakout rooms early and pace yourself in terms of food. Well, Brett, thank you so very much for coming out, man. Tell the folks where they can find your work. At Be Freed ACC. That's like Be Fried ACC. Or you can catch me at nsjonline.com slash sports. The man is covering all the minor league stadiums in North Carolina this summer. So if you're into baseball, if that's your thing, trust me, he's doing a great profile on it. And let me tell you, the dedication it takes to hit every single minor league, all 10 of them. I I guarantee you, most of the listeners cannot name five minor league teams in the state of North Carolina. And you're They're hitting. all over from sea to shining sea. We've, I'm going to Hickory and and um, and Asheville this weekend, and they'll be my ninth and tenth stops. So, mm. so we're coming to an end here. That's that's yep. what we got going well, on. Football anyway. starts next week, right? We're going to be in Charlotte, so uh, oh, I got to get it done. Absolutely, camp season is upon us. Yep. The, the smell of grass is in there. The smell of the fresh cut grass is in there. It's about that time, y'all. But anywho, it's about that time for us to get on out of here. Thank y'all so very much for coming out and making this show what it is. We appreciate you every single time. Peace and love, y'all. And as always, go Pack. You are Locked On Wolf Pack. 
your daily podcast on the NC State Wolfpack. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.